Dum. Nobody knows where they might end up. Nobody knows. Alright, and we are back for another episode of Two Great Guys. Uh safe. Episode 5, I believe. Yeah, we're getting through it. We're over halfway through season 1. Yeah, thank goodness season 1 is a short season. It's nice to feel accomplished. Yeah, it feels goals. like we're getting somewhere. Um, how's your week been? Any good any good things to tell us about this week? Uh, yeah, lots of good things. One one bad thing that happened this week that I'd rather tell you about. Oh, okay, awesome. Yep. We um we had a bit of a rough week. Yep. Uh, our long-time friend, Kat, mm-hmm. of 20 years, Tiger... Uh, it was twenty po- years. Yep, he's an old old man. He was a really grumpy old man. It was um, it was his time to go, mm. and so we um, we had to go and put him down. Unfortunately, which is a sad day. It is sad. Um, but we choose to see the good in the bad. There was a silver lining because something hilarious happened to it while it was happening. Okay, so I'm guessing that's what you're going to tell us about. Yeah. Okay. They, you have to sign a waiver and everything, and like, what's the waiver? Being like. We accept. We accept this. We're allowing you yes, to. Yes, this is okay. Okay. And you pay and everything, and they offer you a receipt. Yeah. Okay. And I don't know what the heck I'm supposed to do with that receipt. <laughs> you know what? I've changed my mind. Uh, I'm not coming back in two days. Being like, cancel, undo, undo, undo. Is it too late? <laughs> It's either work expenses or re- refunds or returns. And if your work expense is cat death, then you're in the wrong profession. <laughs> is it like pay like your tax when you go to your tax person? Like, hey, also, can I get my money back? Can I claim this? <laughs> it's part of the home office. I don't know. So we laughed at that for a little while. Yeah, that is and a that very was, odd receipt. That have. was our week. We didn't take the receipt. <laughs> well, you didn't take it. What am I going to do with it? <laughs> You could have like framed it or something. Oh, that's morbid. Yeah, it is. It's like a taxidermy animal, <laughs> but like almost worse. Worse. <laughs> Not interesting to look at. Um, say so some podcast updates, please. Uh, episode one, over a hundred plays now. All right. I think that a hundred plays, like podcasting world, will send us a plaque of some sort. We can make one if they don't. Yeah, like I expect one to come in the mail anytime because we we've made it. We've made it with big legs. We've made it so much, Steve, that we are we cracked number 58 on the top charts of podcasts, Apple Music. I noticed we jumped around a lot. Yeah, yeah, but we... One day we were 58, the next day we weren't on the top 200. Yeah, it's it's a brutal list. It moves around <laughs> a lot. And just to clarify, this is only within the category of TV and film. Yeah. So we're not not 58 overall. Not yet. You've got to start somewhere. <laughs> 58 with... There is, I believe it's a 200 podcast list there's a lot of podcasts out there there's so many below us yeah we're above like a simpsons one. Oh yeah there was like a hbo one hey guess what a hbo we're better than you yeah sort of for your one podcast for a show that came out like three years ago i noticed all of theirs stay kind of consistently and we're like sometimes we're good sometimes we're bad yeah there's always where they yeah. are maybe we just haven't found our spot yet we'll get there um i also promised Transition music. You did. Have you delivered? I delivered on my promise two weeks ago. You Cap- did. You, Captain Promises over here. No, you took, I think, three weeks to get your promise in. Are you throwing stones at me right now? Yeah. A couple. Save your stones. 
Well, I have. I think we both know where we're going with this. Okay. We have a backup plan. What? We have a what's it called? Ace in the hole. Is that a saying? That's a saying. Is it like kind a, of applies here? When you've got like a, something good up your sleeve. Yeah, that's an ace in the hole. Yeah, yeah. It's um, it's your wife, Miri. She's an ace. Known for that was nice. I love her. <laughs> that's good. Yeah. I don't know why that's so funny. <laughs> you should. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> love um, your wives. But she's um, she's known for. Her ability to improvise, come up with things on the spot. Improv queen. Yeah. yeah that's that, like, I call her that daily. Yeah. yeah. I've heard you say that. Yeah. Um, and so we thought we'd just throw it over to her corner and let her do our transition music. Mary, what have you got for us? There is no way that I'm doing your transition music. And that'll do. That. <laughs> <laughs> we can make that work. Yeah, we can figure something out with that. Um, but actually, we're going into your little spot of the night, Mary. Mary's our expert. She's seen Grey's Anatomy through two full times. Mm-hmm. And she likes to tell us that we're wrong all the time. And so we give her a little little part of the podcast to tell Thank us you. all about that. What have you got this week? Um, well, look, as I was thinking about different things that I wanted to talk about, and I, I only get one thing per podcast, yep. which is a little bit hard sometimes. But Do you have like too many things you want to say? Well, some they're all, but they're all really like small things. And by the time you get a week after recording... Feels not I, so important. They, yeah, they really <laughs> don't feel important. <laughs> And not enough to spend time talking about because I feel like I'd say them and you'd just be like, okay, <laughs> and then we'd move on. So Well, you get what you get and you don't get upset. <laughs> but, yeah. And I also wanted, like, the things that I was picking up on, I realised were kind of medical things. I realised you probably don't even care about the medical like technical sides of medical things. Like that's not really what the podcast is about if have, you get medical things wrong. Have you not heard Steve's technical knowledge of the medical <laughs> world? Yeah, I didn't need your help. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine. Yeah. Well, anyway, last week you were talking about um, the the Whiffle surgery, which yeah. was, if, do you remember what it was? Kidney. Pancreatic. Pancreatic. Yeah. We were pro pancreas. So no, anti pancreas. This is what I want to talk about. <laughs> you said <laughs> We're anti whipple, I think. Pro pancreai, anti whipple. Do you whipple is okay. The surgery. Whipple is surgery that's removing cancer from the pancreas. For that. So you're for the pancreas? <laughs> Unless it's bad. I don't think you can be against <laughs> Logical fallacies are your downfall. <laughs> <laughs> but you said a, a, a couple of times you said that you were for something and against something. I just wanted to clarify for the people of the podcast. Yeah. Are you for or against the Whipple surgery? Um, we're, well, I don't know if we're for or against Whipple surgeries, but we love pancreas. Mm-hmm. Whipples are there. And we take a firm stance on that. And... Well, there's well, no arguing. Are great then because There's they no pancreas. arguing. If the people argue with that, they don't like medicine. Fair enough. Um, one other minor point. Last week, Jordan, you said that you didn't know the difference between like and love. And I really hope that that's not true. Did you say that? <laughs> no, I didn't. Very interesting coming off the back of an I love my wife statement. I know. Really takes the power out of that, doesn't it, Miriam? <laughs> I like you. <laughs> you nice to be around. <laughs> No, I said George didn't know the difference between like and love. And then you said, neither do I. Oh, <laughs> Got to give us a quick uh, definition, Safe. What's the difference between like and love? Uh, I don't know. Like you... Nah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll put that on the shelf for a later day. Yeah. I don't remember saying that. <laughs> Sorry. 
Uh, that was Big, Big Brain Miri, the girl who one time yelled at dirt when it quote-unquote didn't move the right way. <laughs> <laughs> Love you. Can you um, just I guess. give us a quick transition, Miri? Send us to the next section. No. Okay. <laughs> Uh, this episode, uh, episode five, Shake Your Groove Thing. Weird name. Yeah, it was about a party. Made, yeah. This was the title that made the most sense. Yeah, but it's just like, yeah, I guess so. Was the party the biggest part of the episode? Oh, it wasn't Izzy's storyline. You didn't like Izzy's storyline? We'll get there. Okay. Uh, but this episode does start with Meredith trying to sort out affairs for her mother in the retirement home. Oh, we never know. We'll, we'll figure it out. I'm sure Miri will tell us next week. She shook and <laughs> nodded then, so I don't know what she's telling me. <laughs> nodded that we're wrong. Okay. Uh, she's being told she needs to get her mother to sign everything over to her while she still can, while she's lucid. Yeah. She really, she's really tired. She says she has to go. She has to do surgery this morning. Hasn't slept for 48 hours. Mm. We get Meredith taking care of her mum. Mm-hmm. She and seems to have lost her voice for this episode. She's so raspy. It's like, did they not just wait a day to record? I don't. Is she supposed to be because she was up for 48 hours? Or is. Oh, I reckon it's part of it. I don't know, maybe. I she just does sound- get raspier as it goes. Yeah, it just sounded like they filmed an episode of television when she had lost her voice the day before. That's true. Miri said this when we watched it. Yeah. She said, I think you should, probably should have waited. Or, like, do actors, are they allowed sick days? They should be, because otherwise podcasts analyze the fact that they didn't yeah. <laughs> wait a day. <laughs> she also, she starts with a big rant about responsibility, mm. which is very rich coming from her, who mm. seems to have no jobs at the hospital and does whatever she wants. Yeah, just wanders around, fixes people's problems. Yeah. She also said she hasn't slept in 48 hours, but that she's off to do heart surgery. Mm. Would you want someone doing heart surgery on you if they hadn't slept in the last 12 to 15 hours? No. No, which also, like, the first episode was a 48-hour shift for their first shift. Same thing. I'm like, I don't want that doctor. No. Give Send me a fresh home. doctor. Why do doctors have to do 48-hour shifts? Maybe maybe there's a shortage of doctors in the world. Maybe. My dad's a firefighter. I mm-hmm. think he does, like, 24-hour shifts. And half of that he spends sleeping. Mm. That makes sense. Yeah. Doctors do 48-hour shifts, and they seem to be up the whole time and just kind of sleep when they can. Have the on-call room, I guess. But, like, send them home. Bring in fresh ones. Yeah. Just do 12-hour shifts. I don't get that. Or even, like, within that 48 hours, they could probably do multiple shifts. Yeah. Just go home and sleep. But anyway. Yeah. Uh, so, Meredith's kind of complaining about taking care of her mother. She gets to the hospital, and we see Izzy, George, and Christina talking about the huge party they're going to throw at Meredith's house. And which, Meredith doesn't know about it? Which is definitely not cleared with Meredith yet. Yeah. George makes that very clear. Yeah. And Izzy, it's Izzy's job to clear it with Meredith. Mm. She says she will. Mm. We don't believe her. Uh, they talk about who they're going to invite to the party. We find out who the cool doctors are and who the not cool doctors are. Do you have a list? I do. Do you, okay. do you reckon you could name... What do you think are the coolest doctors? Surgeons. Yeah, that's one. That's number one. But yeah. they're surgeons, so... Yeah, but they're like... You always think you're... Like scrubs. Cool. Yeah. Gotta go back to scrubs and green scrubs better than blue scrubs. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know that like the kid doctors were not cool. Peds aren't cool. Not cool. Um, the no, nah, I don't. I am at this point. I don't think I can name any more types of doctors. <laughs> <laughs> uh, trauma doctors are cool. Oh yeah, that sounds cool. Plastic surgeons are cool. Oh yeah, right. Maybe that's like throwback to Christina's bougie. Yeah, Hollywood. maybe. Where is she from? I don't know. Uh, Beverly Hills. Beverly Hills. They're, uh, maybe they're all like slice them and dice them. Electric maybe, surgery yeah, yeah. is cool. They're like 
face surgeons. Yeah. Uncle doctors are also psychs. So your brain doesn't matter. Yeah. They really do just care about physical attributes, don't they? Yeah. yeah. At one point in this part of the episode, Christina calls psych doctors mental defects. <laughs> <laughs> it should be a red hot, isn't so, it? So, tough. Very tough. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then we get Burke performing heart surgery that Meredith's going to scrub it on, the one she was talking about that she had to go to. Yeah. Meredith drops the heart a little bit. She gives it a bit of an extra squeeze or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Burke sees it. Did he? Yeah, he's like, what are you doing? Are you good over there? And she's like, yeah, I just slipped. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah. Okay, so he saw something happened. Yeah. Uh, she breaks her glove. Yeah. Mm. Didn't seem important at the time. I was like, all right, cool. Broke her glove. Yeah, and I, I thought about it later on. In yeah. the episode. I'm like, just say that it happened. You really should have. Like, how easy is it to be like, oh, my finger is through my glove. Can we just check that quickly? And then you look and you're like, oh, yeah. You don't want to look bad as the intern, though. You'd if you stuff look... up on your first day of work, you're not telling anyone about it. You'd rather look bad there. You would rather look bad then, but it's hard. I guess so. It's also like, that's a human being's heart. <laughs> yeah, true. And Mer- <laughs> Meredith has a bad one. Yeah. <laughs> uh so Meredith maybe broken this lady's heart worse Literally. than worse than George's. Yeah. <laughs> She's nicked it with her fingernail, possibly. Yeah. Um at one point Burke's tickling her heart. Her name's Mrs. Mrs. Patterson. Yeah. Wake up, Mrs. Patterson. Russell 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 with her heart. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a hilarious thing to do. Is that like an official like heart surgeon thing? Like I, the old heart tickle to bring it back to life? I don't know. It feels very intimate. Yeah. <laughs> it's very weird. Yeah. I also don't know why does it matter that like she nicks the heart. Surely hearts heal themselves. And George says this later. She's like, oh, he says it's tough. It'll be fine. I agree. I think surely it would like if you cut your skin, it heals mm. itself. Mm-hmm. Does your heart not heal itself? Well, I think the heart is a little bit more important than like cutting your skin in the sense that he's just cut it all open and done surgery and a little nick that's now not closed. It's potentially going to mean that it can't properly pump blood around the body, yeah, which is a big deal. It feels like it should just stitch itself back together. Where are all the white blood cells? The heart makes them, doesn't it? This feels like a no. medical alley that I know about. I think that bones might make white blood cells. Bones don't make white blood cells. No, I'm actually quite confident they do. I'm pretty. I'm. I don't know many things, but occasionally I just have a good feeling about something. Yeah, I have good feelings all the time. Doesn't mean I'm ever right. Okay, we'll look it up. We'll look it up later. Bones can't make things. They're just there. No, it's in the bone marrow. In the Ooh. middle of the bone, I believe, is where the marrow is. Do you like eating bone marrow? Not human. <laughs> <laughs> but like animal bone marrow? Um, I don't think so. I don't want to. I feel like it's a polarizing food, like black jelly beans. I like it. So you're saying that you think black jelly beans and bone marrow are on the same level? Yeah. Coriander. There's the big three. <laughs> Bone marrow, black jelly beans, and coriander. Yeah. Do you like the any th- of those three? All of them. You like bone marrow? Yeah. You've had it? Mm-hmm. Oh. It's good. This is maybe the episode that Meredith is like screws up. We thought the episode oh, was, yeah, coming was coming where Meredith was going to screw up. It's not quite there because it's not like she's gone big brain, but actually she's wrong. Yeah. But she has still screwed up. So she's it's a half She's made a mistake, win. which is it's nice to see. Yeah. But it was also typical Meredith form that she just has the best surgery. Yeah, I don't know why. Well, I get Derek. Yeah, she's just in the best surgery as per usual. Speaking of Derek, he then rocks up and asks her about how the surgery went. Mm. He calls the surgery cabbage. He says, how did the cabbage surgery go? Mm. 
And I think it's actually like C-A-B-G. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what that stands for? Oh, no. (laughs) I got three words in and I ran out on the G. Okay, what'd you get? Coronary assisted bypass gunk. (laughs) Like I said, I got three words in. (laughs) My other option was just like, crap, a broken glove. (laughs) 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 Which... Is four words, so I think that's yeah. Maybe he knew all along. He picked it from the get go. (laughs) I don't know what a cabbage surgery is. No, neither. It's um, it was a bypass of the heart of some sort. I think you're right about that. It felt good. I wonder what the G stands for. Mm. Maybe it's just like you're addressing someone. Coronary assisted bypass G. (laughs) (laughs) My brother. (laughs) Maybe it might be that. I don't think it is. It um, I don't know any heart words that start with G or surgery words. Yeah. Gunk was the best. I thought about it for a full five minutes. That's a long time to think about <laughs> Gunk. The, the acronym cabbage. <laughs> um, is this the part where we find out that Izzy has a boyfriend? Uh, They're sitting up watching the surgery. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And they're talking about... They're watching it. Anyway, and we find out that Izzy, five episodes in, has had a boyfriend this whole time. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah, it makes the whole... Stripping to win the argument with Alex seemed a bit worse on Izzy. Yeah, a little bit. It also makes all of our like relationship predictions change the timeline entirely. Yeah, it's true. Already dating someone. Well. Well. <laughs> sort of. TV's shortest relationship. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know if this is before that or after that, but um, Bailey and George are looking at a guy's or a girl's. It's a girl. It's lung x-ray. It's an old lady, yeah. Yeah, it's an old lady. And George knows what to do. Baylor's like, what do we do with this? And he's like, a bit to play, a bit to do all the things, Mm -hmm. make it better. Yeah. And Baylor's like, good, go and make it happen. It's nice to see the interns get things right. Yeah. It's quite nice when they ask them and it's not like a, nope, next moment. George gets a bit of a win here. Good for he, he uh, makes a good joke, which stands the test of time, about putting this picture on the back of Siggy's and maybe mm. that would stop people buying them. Yeah. That happened in like uh, 2010. Is that when it happened? I don't know. Feel, it w- like it was a kind of recent. I remember it happening. I wonder how much influence the character of George O'Malley had on cigarette legislation in Australia. <laughs> I'd say most of the influence. Well, look, he's, he predicted this. Yeah. He did well. Mm. Uh, Alex is looking after a patient who asks him if he knows what the word chronic means, Yeah, which is funny. Yeah. Uh, turns out patient is a druggie mm-hmm. and just wants the fix. Yeah. Derek comes along, tells him to treat him anyway. What did you think of this patient? Um, good actor. I liked him. Oh, you liked the yeah. drug addict patient? Yeah. He knows what he wants. <laughs> There's no waiting at the counter deciding what you want. You get in there, you order what you want, and you get out. It's quite like a like lengthy, like a drastic measure to take to get your fix. Yeah. He's taken, because his veins are so like destroyed, they had to put a central line in to give him these drugs. And that's the one that goes to the heart. That's the big, big, painful, expensive one. Is I it know expensive? expensive. I said expensive. I don't know how much it costs to put a tube. Lots. It costs however much it costs to pay a doctor for the time to do it. Well, you can't reuse the tube. Says who? Oh, hygiene standards would. (laughs) Probably. (laughs) No, but like he's getting like a full-on surgery just to get a fix. I don't like it. Yeah, okay. He also has the best quote so far, I think. What is it? This is maybe 
Oh, is it the swords bit? Yeah. Yeah, what is it? Do you see that Tom Cruise samurai movie? Pow, 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 pow. (laughs) (laughs) Doesn't he say like a thousand samurai swords in his back? Yeah. (laughs) He's really into samurai. Yeah, yeah. He's really playing into that um, that sword thing. I like Derek telling him he has to treat him anyway. Derek's following the hippos. Derek's a good doctor. I think the thing I've learned about Derek most is that he's actually a really good doctor. Yeah, he actually is. And they're not. And so... He's just a good th- dude. He is a really good dude. I kind of like Derek. We don't know much about him. Mm. But he's good. I like him here. He feels like a bit of a mentor for Alex. I think maybe he'll be the kind of person that could turn Alex around. George? No, Derek. Derek. I didn't listen for a bit there, sorry. You didn't. That's okay. Um, yeah, Derek does seem like the guy who's going to teach the young people the most. Yeah, but I think that's Bailey's job. But I think Derek will kind of be like grandpa teaching. Mm. And... um. Yeah, no, yeah. I liked the Derek and Alex interaction. I don't think we've had that yet. No. Uh, yeah, I don't think we'd seen them talk before. No. That was fun. I liked that dynamic. It was good. I could see more of that. I would like to see more of that. This was actually quite a good Alex episode. Yeah. This was a bit of a feel-good episode. Yeah, this was the first one where Alex did, only did like one thing where I was like, you're a bit of a dum-dum. And he, but he also did a good thing later with Izzy. Oh, everything else he did was good. Yeah. So nice episode from Alex. Yeah. George has a, a nice conversation with old lady Mrs. Drake about her lungs. He does. He does love, It's pretty dumb, though. What, what was dumb? So him and Bailey are walking into the room, and Bailey's like, oh, no, and the chief. Basically, they talk about what they're going to do, what they're going to talk to her about, and the chief says, just don't lecture her about smoking. Yeah. It's the only advice they give George. <laughs> the first thing George says is, like, probably quit smoking. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's the only thing you got told not to do. Yeah. <laughs> She also told George that he was too young to be a doctor, yeah. which looks true. Fair assessment. Yeah. George tries to deliver a cool line. Yeah, it's not good. It's real bad. <laughs> As he's walking out, he goes, hey, Mrs. Drake. She's like, what? I'm older than I look. Yeah, do you like hitting on her? Or what is it? I don't know. Because she's I- like, what, 65? Oh, minimum. Yeah. I feel like he would do well with the old, older ladies. They would like it, like a pinch of cheek kind of do well. Yeah, yeah. He would... Yeah, he'd but that good bedside a, there. That wasn't a good line. No. That might oh. be worst line of the episode. Yeah, by far. Hey, Could um, be worst line of the season. Yeah, it was, it was, I listened to it, man. I wrote it down. I was like, that's super lame. Yeah. Um, George always gets the good patients. He always gets the nice old people. Ah. Good you got George. Mackie, the nice old dude. Oh, he was extra nice. Real nice. But yeah, George always gets nice people. There you go. It's not like opposites attract because George is the nice one. Yeah, I'd like to see George get someone real mean. It'll happen. Yeah, he'll probably just soften them. That's nice for George. Yeah. Uh, Meredith talks to the heart surgery girl's husband. Yeah. I, I don't remember his name. Mr. Patterson. Mr. Patterson. <laughs> then maybe that's all we learned his name was. I think we, I don't know if we got his real name. Uh, she pulls a George and tells him she'll be fine. Did she say that? She did. And at that point, I was like, oh, no. You, you saw the George. Here we go. Flashbacks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it all kind of turns out eventually okay there. Then we get to the fun slash worst storyline of this episode that didn't need to be in it at all. Yeah. Izzy talking to her patient. Who she, the whole storyline is she's just trying to get him to poop. Yeah, really, really dumb storyline. We don't get any context, any background. I think the only point of that story was to be like, if you want to be a doctor, you don't get to have a life. Yeah. It's like... Yeah, it was the pooing just comedic relief. Or yeah, I don't know. It was weird. <laughs> it was the weak. funniest part about that scene. I don't know if you noticed this. What? 
the whole episode, so every scene where she goes into that room, there is a massive group of Jewish people in the background. Really? Like the most obnoxiously Jewish people you've ever seen. <laughs> all have yarmulkes on, all have really long beards. Stereotypes are alive and well in 2005. And there's like five, six, seven of them in this room. The whole episode. <laughs> every time you... At one point, they just walk past the room and you can see them in the background. Every time I saw them, I was like, oh, there they are again. At least they're consistent. <laughs> yeah, like, it was impressive. Uh, this is the um, scene where Burke just drops Christina off a coffee, oh, just casually. slides in a little coffee. Yeah. Mm. He's somehow worse at flirting than Derek. He's horrible. Yeah. I thought he'd be smooth. Mm-mm. Although, to be fair, flirting with Christina would be incredibly hard. Ah, just compliment her leather jacket and angry eyes. She hasn't angry, worn one yet. Angry I'm eyes. waiting. It'll happen. It's a me- metaphorical leather jacket. Yeah, it is. It is the... Um... The hard outer shell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so then Bailey and Chief Weber are doing surgery on the lung girl. Can we go back for one sec? Please. Burke has the fakest coffee drink that I've ever seen. <gasps> I didn't notice. It's like Christina takes her coffee after Burke's gone and Burke like pokes his head back out to see if Christina took the coffee or not. Like she's just going to leave a full coffee yeah, sitting no, on the bench or something. Yeah, she's taking the And he's like, oh, she took it. And he smiles and he holds the cup up to his mouth, doesn't move it, puts it back down. <laughs> his, his facial expressions didn't change. It never even looked like he drank something. Do you think that's bad acting? From whoever the actor's name is that played Burke? Or do you think Burke's just being weird? Oh, horrible. It's either really good acting or really bad acting. Really bad acting, I reckon. (laughs) It was just like, imagine just touching your lips with a cup and then putting it back down. That's all he did. (laughs) I went back and watched it three times. Oh, that's fun. Um, So then Bailey and Chief are doing surgery on Lung Girl. Yep. Mrs. Drake. Yeah, hectic. And they pull out the towel. From behind her lungs. What the heck? I wrote then, there's a tool called the rib spreader. I wrote about this too. That has to be the coolest tool I've ever heard of. Oh, I thought it sounded like the most terrifying. Oh, yeah, both, both. That sounds so painful. It sounds like a torture tool. Yeah. The rib spreader. Do they need that to get the towel out? Is that why they've got it? They definitely need it to do like anything involving lungs. Because your lungs are behind your ribs. Oh. It's like reverse tongs. Wouldn't that just break them? The ribs. Maybe. I hope not. Feels like then you're making more work for yourself, you can't right? You just bend bone. <coughs> they make white blood cells. They yeah. If you break the bones, where are you going to get your white blood cells from? Yeah. Um. Secondly, we definitely need a professional opinion on whether like a towel could actually get stuck in. It's a lungs. big towel. Like it's a it's like a tea towel basically. It's yeah. Massive. It's not like I feel like a pair of scissors, a little bit of gauze. Yeah. A scalpel. Those are things that really happen. Like where this is looks like they shoved it in yeah. between her lungs. <laughs> They've packed it out. Yeah. Like it's not just like laid out along the front of them. Like oh. I want to get someone in here who knows what they're talking about. Can you ask your mum this week what the weirdest thing she's ever pulled out of someone? That's a heaps weird question to ask your mum. Oh. The weirdest thing you've ever pulled out of someone. Yeah. That's fine. She's not a baby I- nurse. Yeah, like, I'll, I'll ask her that. The answer's not going to be you. <laughs> <laughs> Someone else did that. <laughs> um, but she, my mum doesn't do surgeries. Yeah, but she's there. Not in surgeries. Is she a scrub nurse? No. She's what kind in, of nurse is your mum? Uh, emergency, yeah. <gasps> That's cool. So, like, she sees, like, gross things. And then if it's like, oh, I need surgery, she just flicks them off to someone else. Yeah. I'm thinking we need a doctor. Real doctor. Real doctor. But I'll ask my mum anyway, because okay. it's funny. We should get a real doctor's opinion on that. If you're a real doctor, hit us up. Yeah, let us know. Maybe we'll put a little question on our Instagram. 
Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah. Uh, this is also, Bailey says this is called a spaghetti procedure. And then never explains what that is. Why is it called a spaghetti procedure? I have no idea. I was trying to think about like, what about spaghetti is similar to... Nothing. Fixing... What were they even doing originally? Are the ribs spaghetti? What it might have been is they were looking in there with a the camera to start with. Ah, is the camera the spaghetti? Because it's like the um, wormy sort of the camera. The cord kind of one. Yeah. The spaghetti's not like the bule. Oh, I remembered a thing. What's that? In the lungs. They're like the little connecting tissue. When did you learn tissue. that? It was in the show. Really? Yeah. Wow. Um, like the connecting tissue. That's not the spaghetti, is it? Maybe. I have no idea. I think I like your camera idea better. Because that's what they started with. Yeah. Okay. So that's spaghetti surgery. Maybe. Would you rather spaghetti surgery or cabbage surgery? Oh, from what I saw... Spaghetti surgery. You want the rib spreader? I, no one, I want no one to ever touch my heart if I'm lucky. I would lifetime. rather Dr. Burke tickle my heart than spread my ribs. No, I don't want... Well, do, do they need to spread the ribs to do the spaghetti? There's a special tool for it. There is a tool just for it. It would be a waste not to use it. you got to use it. <laughs> I'll still take the spaghetti. No one's touching my heart. Okay, I'll take cabbage. Okay, cool. Even split. <laughs> At the end of this scene, um, Bailey <laughs> asked George if she can come to the party. So weird. I thought she was joking. Yeah, she was serious. She wasn't joking. No. What is she doing with her life? Like, why do you want to go to an intern's party? Is she married? Does she have someone at home waiting for her? She seems incredibly alone. Yeah, but right. I could see her, like, she just has a lo- has a loving husband at home. No. Nah. No kids. I reckon we're definitely getting, like, a This Is Bailey's Life episode coming up. Oh. I thought that was pretty sad. But that being said, I would never have expected Izzy to have a boyfriend. Yeah. Well, she was a model. Yeah, but I wouldn't have picked that. <laughs> True. <laughs> uh, and then so Izzy and Alex are ordering the beer on the work phone. Always a good move. Yeah. And no. Alex walks by his druggie, who's then not doing so well and like convulsing and mm. gone bad. No, doesn't Derek walk past? And then calls Alex? Yeah. 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 Not a good... Two bad episodes medically in a row from Alex. Well, not medically. Last episode, he should have got fired for the... Um, copying all the photos of Izzy. Yeah, that was bad. This is like, you chose not to take care of a patient. Do you reckon he was actually in pain, the druggy guy? Yeah, we find out later that he is. Real pain. Yeah, the pain was still real. Okay, so he should have helped him. Yeah, bad. He broke the hip oath. We chose not to help. We think. We don't actually know what's... One day, we'll figure out what a hip oath really Yeah, we don't know all the details of the hip oath, but this feels like he broke it. Feels bad. I don't like the feeling. No. um, Yeah. Mm. I think the problem was with his back, the patient, the druggy patient. There was something yeah, wrong with his back. Yeah, they had swords in it. <laughs> swords in the back. Yeah. Uh, and so then Christina's on the hunt to find out who it was that left mm. the town. Yeah. She figures it out. Burke. It's Burke. She's got to choose between her job and her man. <sighs> Tough choice. It is. What would you do? Um, if you were Christina and your boss. If I'm Christina, yeah. I think Christina should choose her job at this point. I think you're right. I think she's just started there. She's going to be a good doctor. You can tell. She's going to be a really good doctor. Yeah, 100%. And Burke, look, if he's leaving towers in people, he's pretty sloppy. Yeah. He's not going to be there for long. So, I think Bailey was a good choice. Yeah, Bailey seems like a good, trusted person in this hospital. Which she's not even, she hasn't been there for that much longer than them. Yeah, she's but only... She seems to have worked it out. Yeah, okay. So we've gone back to the levels again. She's been mm. an intern. She's the one above an intern. Which, which is, is an attending. Like... Somewhere between... Officer? No, it's a resident. Patrolman. It's a resident the ranger. Ranger. <laughs> um, and they've been there for anywhere in my mind from one to seven years. It's very murky. I'm not sure how long they've been <laughs> there for. 
Bailey is a champ, though. Yeah. For looking out for Burke. Oh, yeah. Like, she's got his back. Yeah, 100%. Bailey goes about it perfectly. This is kind of our first, like, scandal of the whole series. We get, like, three scandals in one episode. Are you calling people hooking up a scandal? Um, no, I'm calling Stabbing a Heart with Fingernail. Oh, yeah, that is a scandal. I'm calling the drug guy a scandal. Oh, yeah, true. Okay. It's a scandalous episode. Scandalous. Yeah. Wow. Weird word. I think I've ever said that word before. <laughs> Always. Well, not unironically. <laughs> um, so Derek and Meredith have a bit of a chit-chat. Derek tells her to blow off the party uh, and that he wasn't invited. Yep. Bailey was somehow. But Bailey wasn't. Yeah. She just ends up there. Derek wants to get Meredith to go to dinner. He does it. He's Derek's convincing line. Yep. Real food. Waiters. Big chunks of carbs in a basket. Ferry boats. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like he's, she's never heard of a dinner before. Yeah, she knows. Yeah. There'll she's, be bread baskets. She's, she's been aware. to dinner before. Yeah, she knows. Olive Garden. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so heart surgery Mrs. Patterson Yeah She starts beeping like crazy On and the they all, machine is it? Yeah uh, oh, you, I haven't thought about this since last week It's the machine that hooked up to you with that's the, the I called it the beep beep machine yeah, that's I'm well it. aware <laughs> I, I can't think of the real name It's the beep beep machine uh, They all rush <laughs> She starts beeping They rush yeah. in to fix it Meredith, Meredith decides This out. is the moment where she should tell everyone That her glove broke in her defense, the first thing she said was, get him out of here. Did she? Yeah, like, get the husband out of here. Was that Meredith that said that? Yeah, Meredith said that. Oh, okay. She's like, get him out of here. And then she confesses that she had her fingernail pop through the glove. He wasn't, he was still there though. No one got rid of him. They didn't follow her orders. She's a doctor. They need to follow her orders. Yeah, what are all of that? Are they all nurses? I don't know. They seemed like doctors. They're wearing coats. They're all doctors? It's a lot of doctors, isn't it? If they're all doctors, then there's no shortage and they shouldn't be doing 48-hour shifts. Yeah. Um, Burke, when he's wheeling away, she's mm. like, I think I broke my glove. He doesn't even say anything. He mm. just leaves. Mm. He doesn't have time for Meredith's crap. Mm. He's on team Christina. Chris, this, Christina would never do this. Mm-mm. She would never fess up. <laughs> <laughs> That's she'd true. Take she it would, to a grave. She would also not make a mistake. <laughs> no, because she doesn't, she doesn't get surgeries. Oof. <laughs> I really like Christina. Has she gotten one yet? Did she get the... No, she didn't get the whipple. She didn't get the whipple. That was the whole that thing. Because she's anti-whipple. Anti-whipple. Not like us. Are oh. we pro-whipple? I think, yeah. We like a good pancreas. Love a pancreas. Mm-hmm. Meredith, George and Christina are talking about what's going to happen to Meredith. They're sitting yeah. on like the beds in the abandoned corridor. Mm. They're kind of freaking out. They don't really know what's going to happen. George is just sitting there. Blowing up a, a rubber glove. Yeah. Very year nine science of him. Yeah. He's just drawing a face on it. <laughs> he's so immature. He's barely a doctor. Barely. I actually said this, like, or he's pretty much just there for having nice conversations with people. Yeah. He doesn't really do any doctor things. Yeah. George should have not wasted the extra four years of doctor school and just been a nurse. Mm, yeah. He would have been a really good nurse. He would have been like the best nurse. Yeah. Instead, he's just a bad doctor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's pretty rough that like they're the only people that can save someone's heart from no longer beating. But if they do it wrong, they're also in trouble. Yeah. Rough system. Don't you get... I feel like doctors get a like a we tried clause. 
Yeah. Because I know like... So with, we, you just learn two things when you become a doctor. The, the hip oath and the we tried course. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Because I know like as a public person... I, what do you mean? Like, as a person of the public. <laughs> a citizen of the world? Like, yes, as a citizen of the world. <laughs> yeah. Um, even being, like, first aid qualified, mm. you can't be held medically liable for something that goes wrong if you're trying to help. Yeah, I would have thought, maybe that's an Australian thing. Maybe. Maybe in America it's just a rough system. That's it. That would stop people from trying to help. Maybe it's because, like, their healthcare system's private. Oh, okay. And so it's private companies. Mate, I think we'll get into that a lot. Maybe. Anyway, we'll work that out. I just thought it was a rough rough go. Yeah. Also a rough go. Christina teasing Izzy about her boyfriend. Yeah. And then Izzy responds by saying they'll probably just have a bit of fun on their own in the middle of the party. Yeah. All right. You got him. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, real weird. Yeah. His name is Hank? Yeah. Makes sense. He's a Canadian hockey player. Yeah, Hank is a bad name. I'll yeah. just go out there and say it. If there's anyone listening to this called Hank, you got a rough deal. Like, yeah, rough. You got to live with the name Hank. Although he got like he was dating a model. Yeah, but he flew from Canada to get stood up by this model. She's not a model anymore. She's a doctor now. Mm, she's still in the magazines. She's still in the magazines. That was a year ago. <laughs> uh, Meredith is dealing with the notary for her mum. Oh yeah. And then Derek like comforts her about it. And the glove. Oh, she's on the phone to them. Yeah. Yeah. Although he's comforting her about the glove breaking. He doesn't know about her mum. Yeah. Uh, and then she goes out and talks to Mr. Patterson mm-hmm. and blames her, his wife, for her heart being thin, her heart walls being thin. Yeah. And then Mr. Patterson gives her a key piece of information that she just lost a bunch of weight. Yeah. But also, imagine you're the doctor coming out and being like, here's what I think might be wrong. And being like, no, I don't want to hear what you've got to say. I'm suing you. Yeah. It's like going, I don't want my wife to live. I just want the money. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, no, listen to the doctor. Yeah. Not a good look for Mr. Patterson. No. What a dog. I think he's just, he's in a bit of trauma at the moment. His wife's just had surgery. Things have gone wrong. Yeah. He's not in his best frame of mind. Meredith also says, when she's talking to Derek, she says, when do we become adults and how do we make it stop? Oh, I wrote that down. She says, we're adults. When did that happen? And how do we make it stop? How old is Meredith? She's like, she. what does she look like? I say, I think she looks 35. Yeah, she's 30 to 35 in appearance. What do you reckon she's playing? Like, Is she supposed to be 25? She, I think like, I have no idea. 25. I think she's supposed to be like 25 because George is young. Yeah. I think they're all kind of supposed to be about young? 25. I believe oh, Izzy looks kind of older. But like... If she's 30 to 35 and she's like, when do we grow up? It's like... like 10 years ago. So long ago. 15 years ago. So, so long ago. Yeah. You literally care for your mother. Yeah. <laughs> like, and you've been doing that for a while. I do feel bad for Meredith in this episode, though. She is going through a lot with yeah. her mum. And no one else knows about it. Yeah. I was going to say that's her fault, but it's not. She's not allowed to tell anyone, is She's she? not allowed, which is rough go from her mum. Although, if she was to tell anyone, how would anyone know? Her mum isn't going to remember. Yeah, true. Mm. Anyway, Alex is giving his druggie like a central line oh, yep. straight to the heart. Yep. Derek comes by and tells the druggie he's getting discharged by mm, Izzy. Doesn't like that. No, he doesn't. Alex is really hard on the druggie man. Nothing. Samurai Sam, I'm going to call him. Why, though? Why? Do you not pick this up right at the end of the episode? No. Oh, Alex's dr- dad was a drug addict. Oh, that's right. In the music business. Yeah. And so ah. Alex is like, this guy, don't like him. 
Uh, I was thinking like Alex has definitely done drugs before. How is he so hard on this guy? But that makes more sense. Yeah, and this is that's what I mean. In like this episode, you're like, oh, Alex. All right. Yeah, right. He's been through some things. He's been. Th- he became a doctor. Yeah. Yeah, I'll give him a go. Everyone's got a storm cloud you can't see. Yeah, that's deep, man. Yeah, feels deep. <laughs> uh, Izzy, we're back to. I don't even want to talk about. She's hanging out with Pooh Man, trying yeah. to get him to poo. Does he poo yet? No. Yeah. Great. Move, move on. on. <laughs> Meredith's at the nursing home getting a mum to sign all the papers. Yeah. Mum's on a bit of a mental holiday. Yeah. And, <laughs> and Meredith gets angry and bails again. Yeah, they get, I'll get angry at my mum who's got Alzheimer's. She was more angry at the workers, I think. I think she's angry at the system. I think, yeah, she's, she's angry raging, at life. raging against She's just raging against the machine. Yeah. <laughs> she also looks heaps like her mum in mm. this scene. Like, you can really tell. Mm. Whoever ca- did the casting, well done. Maybe tell your mum. Ooh. I nah, doubt it. That never happens. No, nah, that would never happen. She Meredith is a bit of a child. She throws so many tantrums. Yeah. Like I get that she's going through things. But it's literally she either gets everything right and it's her way, or it's chucked easy. She needs to go and have a chat to some of those mental defect psych doctors, I think. They could do a, a they could give her a bit of a hand. Yeah. Meanwhile, Christina's gone full on spy detective mm. on Burke and Bailey. Mm-hmm who are looking pretty shady and look like they're covering up evidence. Yeah, straight up. In that moment, you're like, Burke's dodgy. Burke's, Burke's done some things. Mm-hmm. What else has Burke done if he's hid a towel in a woman? Yeah, what, what, what did he hide the towel for? Why didn't you want people to find the towel? I don't know. <laughs> this, this towel might ruin Burke's chances at Chief. Mm. This could come back to haunt him. Mm-hmm. Like badly. Good. Yeah. How many towels has Derek left in people? Probably none. Probably none. I would guess. Mm-hmm. Meredith rocks up to her own party at her house. Yeah. Super angry. She's not having it. Mm-hmm. I thought it was pretty rough for them to have a party. I guess they didn't know that Meredith's going through so much stuff. It was bad oh, timing. Yeah, but I don't think it matters. Like, yeah, I was thinking about if I came home to my house and there was, like, the biggest party I've ever seen in my house. You'd be sad? I would go, that's a bit frustrating. I probably really? would be like, I'm going to go somewhere else and come back when it's done and then kick out my housemates. Huh. If that happened to me, I would come home and think like, wow, Mira's really come out of her shell. <laughs> <laughs> it's unexpected. We'll roll with yeah. the punches. <laughs> All right. We're, we're partying, I guess. No, I'd be so annoyed. Yeah, that's fair enough. In a share house, that's probably rough hey, to not form. give them a heads up. Um, and it's like, a, it's like a party party. It's a party party. Yeah. Bailey's there. Drinking dressed like bur- a gypsy? Dressed like a gypsy, drinking bourbon, which yeah. we've got our nickname for her, Bourbon Bailey. Oh, yeah, that's good. Yeah. Gypsy Bourbon Bailey. Gypsy Bourbon Baby. <laughs> baby. <laughs> baby. <laughs> the G double B. Gypsy her. Bourbon Bailey. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Meredith went from angry sober to immediately drunk. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if there was a time lapse. Mm-mm. Like, if time She lapse- went, stuff this, walked up as soon as she stepped foot on that table with Christina, drunk. <laughs> She's also a terrible drunk actor. Yeah, really, really bad. Like one of the worst I've seen. Horrible. <laughs> like, it's because she was, wasn't drunk. No. She hadn't even had a sip of alcohol One sip. Yet. She's the pretend to be drunk to be cool person. Yeah. She definitely did that in high school, mm-hmm. which was 40 years ago. For so her. long. Who knows? Yeah. Drunk Christina, though, looks fun. Yeah, she looks more like Beverly Hills Christina. Yeah, I imagine drunk Christina's a bit of a fun time. Yeah. Uh, they Meredith and Christina both are grinding on George at one stage. It's like 
Just stop hurting him. Please. Yeah, he's just their sibling. It's Please. like, he's so weird. Would you... As in, like, he's harmless Would you grind me. with your sibling? No, I Good. wouldn't grind with anyone. <laughs> Have you ever ground? <laughs> <laughs> Is that the past tense term? I guess so. How would you ask that question? Grinded? <laughs> I don't know. I didn't drive here tonight anticipating that we would talk about this part of the episode. <laughs> Christina has a great line here, and I think it's my favourite of the episode. Oh, yeah. Late on. Get naked, baby boy. <laughs> <laughs> she says it to George when he loses the poker hand. Get naked, baby boy. That's it. Word for word. Calling people baby boy. It's so rough. So, so demeaning. So condescending. <laughs> That's funny. It's so good. Yeah. Um, but back at the hospital while they're all raging, mm-hmm. Alex and the druggy guy, well, the druggy guy tries to run away as then, he's being discharged. Yeah. Stacks it. Big time. Like, <laughs> like learn to fall over. Yeah. <laughs> Fell on his face. Yeah. Hurts his eye. His pupil. Is that is, what it is? Yeah. No, he doesn't hurt his eye. I think that's like a signal that he got a concussion. Ah, I thought he just <laughs> fell over and magically all he did was hurt his eye. <laughs> like, come on, let's see, get like real. Brain oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that makes a lot more sense. Yeah. But Alex uh, does a bit, he's good bloke move mm-hmm. and lets Izzy go and he'll just finish up the surgery. That's when we get his little story about his dad. Ah, uh, that's when we get that's it. That's the moment. But he, um, yeah, good bloke, Alex. I really liked him from... Like, that was good. He's on the rise. He, um, He's literally the only person in the hospital who didn't try to get invited to this party, other than the chief. Didn't he say earlier... He like, tried to and was okay not being invited. He's too cool. Mm-hmm. He's too cool for this party. Bailey's going to be there. That's not a cool party. Mm-mm. If, um, yeah, the mental defects in Bailey are there. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Got Solid home to a microbrew, whatever. Yeah. Do you know what a microbrew is? I know of microbrews. Yeah, Maybe next week we should try some microbrews. Are they like a thing we can just get? I think we could go to like Six String. And get a microbrew. Yeah. Okay, next week we'll have microbrews. We'll try and get some microbrews. I'll, um, I'll source some. Okay. Do you think Hank... Oh, so Izzy goes outside and yep. is going to fight with Hank. For what will be dubbed as the shortest TV relationship <laughs> of all time. Just the shortest one we see. Do you think Hank was in the wrong for feeling slighted that he flew across the country and then Izzy was like, oh, I'm going to keep working? Um... Yes and no. Okay. Yes, he f- paid for a plane ticket to come and see her and she ditched him. Yeah. Rough go. Uh, yeah, full stop. I think rough. Yeah, you think there's another side to it? Here's yeah. the other side to it. I Probably communicate better with your partner and the fact that her job requires her to work ridiculous hours and maybe don't fly over for the, a party the night of work. Yeah, that's true. Like, she could have left earlier. All her friends have gone. She chose to stay at work. She did pick work over Hank. I felt bad for Hank. I felt bad for Hank too. Yeah. Hank, an Indian doctor. I felt particularly bad for Hank when he was in the house and the party was happening and he's like, I don't know anyone. Did he just go from the airport to there and then the hospital? I'm guessing she would have been like, here's where I live. Here's where the party is. Yeah. Which makes sense. Like, Where's he going to go after they fight? Like, he's just like, he's okay, like a bye. He's like hockey player. He has some money. He can go rent somewhere. But Shelly's just going to go fly back home. Just what, get off a plane from Canada, go back, get another plane, go back. Canada's not that far from Seattle. It's not. But even still, like fly to Queensland, get off, be like, oh, didn't work, fly home. <laughs> Too hot. Yeah, didn't <laughs> like that. Uh, and then Izzy just walks back inside to go and do more brain surgery or something. Yeah, she's like... Go to your party. She's out of scrubs. She's ready yeah. to go. Yeah, we're back in. Yeah, Next weird. shift. 
Derek rocks up at the big old rager. He didn't rock up. He's just sitting in like the cars. Well, I assume he drove it there. Yeah, but he's just watching. Yeah. He's creepy. Watching Meredith do awful dancing on, on her the own. King. Yeah. She must have been drunk. Or we could never know. We'll never know. She had decided she was. Yeah. They, um, oh, he gives her a good joke. Mm-hmm. Uh, we haven't done joke of the episode in a while, but I think this is Derek. I think this is the second one. Yep. It's fine. <laughs> Two for five's not bad. Yeah. Okay. Uh, he says, you know, in some states you'd get arrested for that. And I think he meant her drinking outside. Right. But I think it actually meant her dancing was uh, so bad. Yeah. I heard, that was, so that's good, good joke. I De- liked that. Derek isn't bad for the one-liners. He's good. Mm-hmm. Well, he only ever says one line at a time. We never get any substance from Derek. <laughs> it's only one line. He's just the romantic interest of Meredith and good doctor. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. Um, then they have a good time in his car. Yeah. In the driveway. Meredith says, take me for a ride, Derek. Yeah. Bad line. <laughs> it's pretty literal, isn't it? Oh. Should we do Derek, like check in with Meredith here? Feels like the kind of peak of the relationship. Yeah, it's the moment to do it, isn't it? Let's do check in with Derek. What's energy this week in that, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, we don't need to bring the energy because they have. Oh, yeah. They, um, seems like Meredith only really likes him when she's drunk. Oh, that's sad. It's true, though, right? Yeah. Now that you say that, that's true. You, you, that's not where you were going with it? Well, I was, I'm happy for them. Mm. Are they dating now? Well, Meredith says they're done sneaking around. So I think next episode, they're going to be officially dating or together. Mm. You reckon? Yeah. She says, we've done enough sneaking around. No when more sneaking. Say that? When they were in the car, I think. Oh, is that when he's like, how are we going to sneak inside? Or yeah. Something? And oh. then she's like, we're not sneaking anymore. And then Bailey sees them and they both are very like upset. Ah, crap. Yeah. I feel like next episode is going to be like the Bailey hold it over Derek's head. Yeah. Episode. How long do you think she's going to like this? She could hold it over his head for a long time. Like he's up for chief. Yeah, and she's like, make me I'm not... Team Burke. She's Team Burke. She's definitely Team Burke. This could come back. Mm. I think it will. I think she's going to screw him. Oh, it's definitely going to end up being like a two-sided thing. It's going to be... Who's it going to be? Okay, let's pick teams. Yeah, okay. This is like um that Marvel movie. Um, oh, yeah. The two sides. America, Captain America versus... Civil War. Civil War. Captain okay. America versus the Civil so War. So this is um Grey's Anatomy. Um, Civil War. Civil War. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so you've got Derek on one side, Meredith's obviously there. Derek and Meredith, one team. Um, George starts there. I think he's staying there. Okay. Um, Christina is... And Burke and Bailey. Christina, Burke, Bailey on one side. Yep. They're the three definites on that side, and um, Meredith and Derek on the other side. Alex? What side are you putting him on? Lone Ranger. Lone Ranger? No side. Really? Yeah. Okay, I'll take that. Um... No, I'll put him with Derek. We've got a little good Derek Alex moment. Oh, yeah, true. I think I'm putting Izzy in that box too. Lone Ranger? No, in Meredith's box. Okay. So you're. Derek. So Derek's side I think is going to be more Derek. people then? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I think Burke will still win it though. Did we just divide them by ethnicity? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Not on purpose though. I think that Grey's Anatomy might have done that. Yeah, it wasn't us. Yeah, we just um, we just review a show. We didn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> so Meredith's got a big uh, meeting with the chief the next morning. Yeah. Decides it's a great idea to get wasted the night before a big meeting 
that can determine her career, which is pretty on brand yeah. for her. She's did that before her first day of work She's as done well. that. So nothing new. Yeah. Izzy solves the mystery of why the lady's heart walls were so thin. Yeah. Because she'd lost all the weight and she was now technically anorexic and had lost all the heart muscle. Yep. Go Izzy. Yeah. Good Izzy episode. Yeah. Apart from all the boring parts. Yeah, well, she had not, boring stuff, but she shone through the other Not a bad people. Izzy episode. No. Just she, not an interesting one. Yep. So a 10% increase in Izzy. Yep. Uh, so they have the big meeting and Burke saves Meredith in the meeting. Yeah, he uses his uh, towel for power. Yeah, information is power. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I think, again, he's one-upping her. Like, she owes him one now. Mm. Do you reckon that's, that's going to be like a show of who owes who? Maybe. Do you think Burke could have convinced them without admitting that he did the towel thing? Well, the medical argument seemed pretty solid. Yeah, I feel like he probably could have left out the part where he made a mistake and still saved her job. Yeah, that's true. He, yeah, really just throws himself under the bus here. Yeah. His speech that he gives, though? Amazing. It's very, it's a very chiefy kind of speech, isn't it? Yeah. I said, Burke's speech was straight fire. Yeah. He killed it. It was like a monologue. It was oh, so good. He went ham on them. The best speech of the series. Oh, speech I'll, number one. Yeah. Burke is good. We like Burke. And like, I think he's a good chief. He's better than Derek. We called it early. He's, yeah. If he doesn't get chief, then what is he? And Weber likes him too. Weber like shook his hand and gave him a nod after. Yeah, he does. Yeah. I think it's. I think that's what it is. Yeah. Um, and Christina and Burke have like a nice little moment there. I think. Or a was nice that later? Little moment. No, the big the big moment happens later. Oh really? How much yeah. more is there to happen in this episode? Oh, uh, not too much. Oh. Actually, no. That's pretty much it. Meredith says she's on probation. And then, like, yeah. that was a punishment, and then just goes straight back to work. Does she, yeah, is she actually on probation? Are I guess so. Say that in the next episode? I don't know. Yeah, maybe she just won't be in the episode. Yeah, that'd be weird. They wrote her out of a couple of episodes. Yeah, she, she had hadn't got her voice back yet. She had a thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, is his guy poops? Hallelujah. Huge win. <laughs> what an episode. Huge win for him. What an arc. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then we get Christina and Burke. Yeah, we called it. Oh, like we called it. We kind of called it. You saw it. Like they gave it to us last yeah, episode. Yeah, it was a hammy. She's pulled a bit of a... She hated Meredith for sleeping with Derek. And she's done the exact same thing. Yeah, but we think it might be like a power play. No, I I think... Wait, you think this is a power play, Christina going for Burke? You said it might be last episode. Yeah, I think it might be. But it's also real. Yeah, I think that it's going to crumble. Uh Yeah. I think it's going to, one of them is going to be like, it's all just politics and then it's going to not work. Yeah, that's fair. Maybe he won't get it and then she'll be like, well, you're trash and then leave him. Wow. She seems like the type. Yeah. Could happen. Pretty cutthroat. Yeah. I um, It's almost more exciting than Derrida's right now. Yeah. The Christina Burke relationship. I'm more invested in their relationship than Derrida's. There, here's the, I think the defining factor in whether or not they'll work. I don't know if you picked this up. I think Burke has Christina's clogs. I think they have the same clogs. Really? Did you not see them? I didn't see them. When he's in the encore room getting undressed, takes his clogs off. No way. Yeah. Oh, they. I imagine they would have left them on. <laughs> no. You see, you see the clogged man. I was meant to be. It was meant to it be. It was there right in front of our eyes from the start. We just didn't We, we didn't, didn't see it. it. Oh, dang. Do you have anything else to say about this episode? Mm, no. 
That's it. I'm good. I liked this episode. This <coughs> was a good one. This felt like we got to know the people more. This episode was less about the patients and more about the people. Did we get any deaths? Well, uh, we got at the so the save Samurai Sam. He's not a save, really. He didn't die. He wasn't gonna die. He was never really sick. We went through this last week. We're all gonna die. Yeah, but you can't. We're never gonna get the, the count to ever be close if you count every single person who doesn't die as a save. All right, fine. So he's nothing. Who was at serious risk? Um, Mrs. Heart Patterson. surgery. Mrs. Mrs. Patterson. She lives. Does she? Do we find out? Um, we don't know. She wasn't dead at the that, end. I assume she lives. Everyone dies eventually. Uh, you got me. <laughs> nah, no, she's. A, we're gonna we call. We didn't see her die. We're gonna imagine she's a save. We're calling it a save. Well, who else is in this episode? We've got um, Poop Man. Towel Man. Towel Lady. lady. Towel Lady feels like a save. That could have been bad. Yeah, we'll call her a save. She's a save. We're not giving a drug addict a save. He, yeah, okay, fair enough. He's not significant and enough. And we didn't see whether or not Mrs. Robinson survived. Who's Mrs. Robinson? Patterson? Patterson. Is Mrs. Robinson a song? Robert Patterson is the guy who played Twilight Man. Jesus, is getting somewhere, isn't it? <laughs> um, I reckon we stick with one save. One save, episode. just this episode. One save. No deaths. No deaths. Less Patience mattered less. Only death was Izzy and Hank's relationship. Yeah, that was, but we didn't know it existed until this episode. So easy come, easy go. Yeah, I um, I thought at the start this might be the multi-death episode that we'd been hoping for. Oh yeah, when when it started with like the heart nick with a fingernail thing, I was like, that's a death in the first like five minutes. Yeah, we're, we're on here. Yeah, didn't get it. Didn't get it. But I liked the episode. It was good. I, I thought it was a good episode too. Um, I promised transition music. You did. I kind of, I got something. What do you got? I know, I just got Miri to say stuff. Okay. Last, like, throughout this episode. It's fun. But for next week, I'll promise. Really? You want to promise? I, I promise I will try my best. That's such a weak promise. <laughs> okay, I promise I'll have something for transitions next week. We don't even have that many transitions. Yeah, because we don't have any music. Fair, fair, fair. Okay, well, how much transition music do you want? What do you want from me? I don't know, a few. Like three. Three? Three, three to musics? five. Three to five. Three to five. Okay. Done. That's all I want. Done. You'll bring that next week? Yeah. Awesome. I can't wait. Um, but that's all we've got for tonight. Safe to sign us off. Uh, yeah. But before I do, follow us on Instagram, Two Grey Guys. T-W-O-G-R-E-Y-G-U-Y-S. Especially if you happen to be a surgeon who is listening and knows about the reality of... Aspiring surgeons. Oh, yeah. If you think that you could be a surgeon and you think that you maybe know about whether or not a towel could actually get stuck behind a lung... Cut up a frog in Year 9 Science. Yeah. If you think you could have gotten a tea towel into that frog and you want to tell us about it, let us know. Please. If you ever stuffed anything into a frog, we want to hear about it. If you've ever gotten a towel into anything that's living, let us know. Please. That would be fantastic. Um, and if you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, review us if you want. Sharon did it. Yeah, so my mum did. And if you look on there, I think it says Jordan's mum, Sharon's. There's also one on there from like tea, <coughs> tea chains featuring whams or something. Yeah, that's a guy. Is that your friend that's from Tyler? Work? From that's work. Tyler. I thought yeah. so. <laughs> he didn't actually listen to it. He he just reviewed it, so it feels empty. Yeah. I looked today and I was like, other people will have reviewed and they hadn't. So em- empty Tyler brought me down from. Cloud nine from my um, 58th ranked in top charts moment. <laughs> it was but, a big day, wasn't it? Yeah. That's it for us. That was episode five of Two Great Guys. Welcome to the game.
get naked, baby boy. <laughs> I was going to say it if you didn't. <laughs> <laughs>